0: Hey, this is Ed Luther, pastor of City Church in Australia. I hope that today's podcast really inspires you. Thank you so much for listening. Our life has a lot of talkback in it. In fact, uh, we all have a talkback radio station on the inside of us, so to speak, that, uh, that we listen to all the time. It's going on all the time. Our thoughts have a voice that calls in to tell us things are going uh, with faith or unbelief, encouragement or discouragement. Uh, each has a voice, hope or despair. Anger has a voice. Calm down has a voice. This morning riding in here uh, on Maruchor Boulevard, uh, this, this black van. If you're, if you're here this morning, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for you. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's 60 kilometers an hour, for goodness sakes, and the light turns green and I found that it was a she. She's sitting there. It's like, it's so finally, you know, we get on Richard Boulevard. at 60, and they're going 20. So I get around, and I'm thinking, I'm looking in my rearview mirror, and the poor people that didn't get around are, are still back there in the lights. They're catching the lights and everything else. And, and so I'm talking back. I mean, talk back is a, is a big deal. And, in fact, uh, my talk back was a little bit of anger because anger has a voice as well. Not too much because I've had that happen where I've, I've gotten, uh, I didn't manifest too much, but, you know, then the person that I was behind turned into the church car park and they ended up, you know, being a visitor here. So, that was never pleasant. Uh, <clears throat> but God and the devil both have a voice as well. And your talk back has something to say about everything and pretty well everyone, your health, your relationships, how you're processing in life. And more than anything, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but most of our talk back is biased towards discouragement. The voice that tends to talk back the most or you know, oh, yes, caller, you're on the air. That voice is not like, hey, I just want to encourage you today. Today's going to be a great day for you. You know, you are going to get promoted today. Today the weather's going to be perfect uh, you know, that raise that you want, everything's going to go well, your health, everything, everybody's going to be positive. Usually the caller that comes in on our personal talk back has got a voice that says, it's not going to be that good of a day today. And, and uh, you know, maybe that coronavirus is going to hit town here and, uh, you know, the world's going to end and, and all, all of these things, because we're listening to the wrong voices, And the way that blessing works and the way that God works, and we're going to look a little bit at the anatomy of all of this because it's not hocus-pocus, it's definitely not magic, it's miracle. God's in the miracle realm for sure, but he's not in the magic. And sometimes I think what we uh, have going a little bit, the reason we have a a drought in in our mouth is because the thoughts that we're thinking, the talkback radio that's playing through our head Uh, sometimes we're not very selective on what we're listening to. And I want you to go with me to James chapter 1. And uh, James has a lot to say about what you should say and what you should listen to. And he says this in verse 19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Quick to listen. Slow to speak, slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. I found that out driving. I'm th- so thankful I, I didn't let that turn into anger. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. Now, <clears throat> that's not just the deeds. He's still talking about what you're thinking and what's, what you're internalizing on the inside of you right here. Get rid of that and accept and humbly accept and here we go the the word planted in you which can save you so he likens the word that you receive as a seed it's a seed that's going to come in and we're going to find out it's going to get planted in your heart good or bad we're not just talking about you know, God's word here, we, we're going to, but we're also talking about other words that we let in to to the soil of our heart, good or bad, that, that word is engrafted or implanted into the soil of your heart. That's the talk back, that's the caller that's calling in on your radio station. It's, it's very, very important. If you want to have a successful, prosperous life, and I believe most of us would, you've got to be very, very careful of what you're listening to. I don't just listen to just Anything. In fact, I'm very selective, even on how much of the news that I listen to. Some people have the news going 24-7. It's just like CNN or whatever your favorite. It's just like bombarded like constantly. And I think, well, who's writing all that stuff? What script is it is coming through into your spirit? In fact, most of that stuff that, that's you know being talked about is never gonna affect your life all that much anyway. It's 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 fear of stuff that's never gonna happen. Somebody said once that that worry is the interest that you pay on trouble that you never get. How much interest are you paying on something that you're never even gonna get the trouble? You're paying the you're paying it off. And and so I'm very, very selective on how that happens. See, like I said, God's not uh, he's, he's not into magic or hocus pocus. Even some of the scriptures that we read, you know, about tithing and giving and, and and those kind of scriptures, well, it says God will open up the windows of heaven. What does that mean exactly? Does it mean that God's got uh, counterfeiting angels up there printing, you know, Australian money, uh, you know, with serial numbers and the whole deal up there. He's going to rain that down. He's got like Santa Claus letterbox angels. that are going to pop that in the mail so that, you know, you're just going to get that unexpected money in the in the mail from an angel. If it comes and it's unexpected, it's probably not an angel that delivered. It's probably a person that saw that there was a need and, and heard from God in prayer, and they came and they gave you some, some money. God's not raining, you know, Uh, gold bars, ingots of gold out of the sky, thank God, (laughs) thank God, or (laughs) we'd all have hard hats on, you know, it would be terrible if God rained gold out of the sky, And, and, and he doesn't counterfeit money, so what does it mean? The windows of heaven being open. It means that that the windows of heaven uh, above you, the words of God can reach down into you, and you can get wisdom. You can get understanding. You can get ideas flowing from God that can deliver you from situations that can cause you to get that raise because you've you've done a, a great job. You're a genius at work, or you're kind, and you know all of these things are are are, are important. But they all come through words. They come through thoughts coming into your heart. They come through talkback, if you will. So how important is this? I, I, I would argue that it's, it's incredibly important, if not the most important thing. It's, this is the way that, that, that God works, and this is the way that, that prosperity and blessing flow mainly. is through an open heaven, mainly by us receiving words and thoughts from God, and not just any old word coming in, and, and then that getting planted in our soul. So words are seeds, good or bad. They aren't just empty and powerless. They are seeds to your soul. And words go down into your heart where they germinate. Listen to Romans uh, chapter 10 and 8 to 10. But what does it say? The word is near you. How near? It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and that's not just for salvation, a one-off prayer that you pray to get saved. That's, that's salvation in everything, in every area that you need saving from. And believe, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. See, see the connection here between what you're speaking out and what's in your heart. The mouth-heart connection is incredible. It's It's vital. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So now, for there to be power, there has to be agreement between your heart and your mouth. You can't just go around saying things that you really don't believe in your heart and thinking that's just going to happen because you're confessing that out. That is silly. That's pretty stupid, really. It's like taking a parrot and teaching that parrot to you know, say whatever it is, you know, poly want a cracker, or I'm going to get a million dollars, and you're just going to put that out there because the parent's saying the word of God or whatever it is that it's saying, you know, this is just going to manifest now. It's not going to happen. You, it's, it's a heart-mouth connection. It's believe in your heart, speak it out of your mouth. That's where the power is. It's in that heart-mouth connection. One without the other is not going to work. It takes both you've got to speak it out, but speaking something out that you don't believe has zero power. It ha- it's absolutely void. So, saying that you believe something in your heart, then saying the opposite with your mouth, it's a little bit like kale and pizza. Let me explain this. <laughs> you can eat kale on Sunday. And uh, a little bit, you know, what I'm preaching, you're getting some kale. You're getting something that's good for you. I'm told kale is good for you anyway. Uh, But then if you leave here after getting a a whole meal of kale, oh, this is so good, I feel so good and everything, and you just run out there and you just eat pizza the rest of the week and then wonder why in the heck are you unhealthy? (laughs) Like, come on, man. You know, you just can't, you just can't, hear the word in church and, and think that's going to sustain me now. Now I can go back to regular talk back throughout the week and and, and listen to all the negativity and, and all the angry stuff that gets me angry and speak out anger out of my heart. And, you know, it just doesn't work. You know, I I tried that tithing thing and, you know, the windows of heaven open and all the blessing, it, it doesn't work. I'm thinking, yes, it does work, but you don't know how it works you think it's magic. It's not magic, my friend. It's just simple. The word of God has to come in. The kale has to come in. It's got to be planted in your heart. And then you get the wisdom and you get the understanding. You get the direction because God can get through because you put him first in your life. And then you go out and you speak that out and you walk it out and your life is blessed. Not magic. It's not even a miracle, I guess. It's just a process that God has that we don't get it and we don't follow it. So there's kale and there's pizza. Which one are you going to do? So the word that you repeat is the word that you believe. How do you know whether you believe it or not? Because you're repeating it if you believe it. If you're not repeating it, you probably don't believe it. Because the word that you repeat is the word that you believe. I'll listen to people and within about a couple of minutes in a conversation, I can tell what they really believe. It's going to come out because they're going to repeat what they believe in their heart. Whatever whatever your conversation is, that's telling you out. It's telling what you really believe in your heart. So if it's full of fear and, and uh, you know, the sky's falling, and, you know, to say God's in control, I believe in God, yeah, I believe God, <laughs> Just, you know, pizza, 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 but kale on Sunday your conversation will tell you out. Words are only potent when you believe, and words are powerful because of the spirit of faith that you attach on them. And so the word you're taught becomes the word you talk. Listen to your conversation, because your conversation is really your harvest. The harvest of your words is your conversation. Listen to your conversation, and you'll And you'll quickly tell which words were planted, which words germinated, which words were producing life, because those are the ones that are going to come out in normal conversation with people out there, not just on Sunday in the foyer or or talking with Pastor Ed or whatever. The conversation that you have is is coming out. That's the harvest of whatever it is in talkback that is stuck into your heart. So take note of your conversation. Get somebody that's, you know, not, not a conversation cop or something, but, you know, say, hey, can you pick me up if, if you hear something like that? Because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to locate what I'm allowing to get planted in my heart. I want to know whether I'm letting good seeds get planted or if I've just got a garden full of weeds. Because there's weeds and there's good seeds. And, and, you know, both of them, the Bible teaches, will, will go into your garden. So your conversation is your harvest. If your conversation is void of faith, then you're in a drought. You need that drought broken. The power is what you speak and what you believe. So someone else's word has no power at all unless you believe that word. I can get up here. I, I talk every Sunday. <laughs> I believe that what I've got to say is important. And we have podcasts. And you can go back, look it up. Listen to it in your car. Instead of talk back on a long trip, go for a drive down to Wagga, get put on 14 hours worth of podcasts. You know, you can look these things up in your Bible. A lot of of you do personal devotions, and it's fantastic. Uh, There's so much opportunity to get good seed planted in your heart. But listen to me. My word can only become your word when you grab a hold of it and and believe it. My word alone will not deliver you from anything. My word won't deliver me from anything unless I believe that what I'm saying is true and appropriate that, and my conversation will tell me out on that. Does that make sense? I hope that you're getting this. I know it's a bit of meat and potatoes this morning. Proverbs 18:21, it says this: "The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit." So I would say this, develop a, a vocabulary that reflects where you want to be, not where you used to be. Talk about, you know, your failures, and you get, that's why I don't like country-western music, and, and I'm back on now. Uh, so I know we got interrupted there, sorry. Uh, it's because it's just, it's just lamenting the past so much. It's, it's like somebody said playing your troubles backwards. It's just like, mm, I was a loser down at the pub. And we went down there to see Little Joe, you know. And we had a kiss by the mistletoe. Not you and Little Joe, but anyway. uh, And and old people. We got some older people here. Quit putting your 40-year-old photos up of what you used to look like when you were 21 on, on Facebook. And you're starting to learn about Instagram. That's terrible. But, you know. I don't care what you used to look like. What do you look like now? That's the most important thing. And I don't care about the blast from the past and what you did as a superhero of faith, you know, when you got saved or 50 years ago or 20 years ago. What are you now? Because now faith is... It's not yesterday. It's not what you used to look like when you had hair and a six-pack and all the rest of it. it. You know, it's what are you doing now today. That's what counts. It's you got to live in the now. What, what you're speaking out now tells where your heart is now. And so change the way you talk. And sometimes we have to change who we talk to. Some of us are confessing, <laughs> our faith reality to people who have no respect for it. Stop doing it. I know, I, I know there are people that I cannot share the good news of Jesus Christ. I cannot talk faith, and some of them are church people. I can't even speak at a higher vocabulary of faith and encouragement, and we can do it because they just don't get it. And so my advice is stop talking your future and your dream and faith. In fact, I'll give you a scripture on that one. It's pretty, uh, it's a good scripture. Matthew 7 verse 6, do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Live under an open sky with people that get you. There are people though in our lives that you can share the good things of God. They're not just talking dribble all the time. They're not just negative about the church and you know church people and you know and, and the skies fall. there are people that would receive a, a boost from your lips if you can get that in your heart and speak that out. There are faith people that are out there. Find some of those people that you can talk your dream and talk up to and talk about the vision of God and talk about the good things of God and talk about how God is on the throne. And And find those people when you get your conversation going about your dream. Then look for people of a kindred spirit like that, and you'll find them, and something will happen. You'll dream together. It'll be wonderful. It'll be big. It'll be community. We all live under the same sky, but we don't all have the same horizon. A lot of people's horizon is way, way below, but we're all under that same sky. But realize this, that opposing voices are often the last voice that you're going to hear before you're promoted. So if you're here right now, and voices are opposing you, and you're trying to walk by faith, and you're trying to, to speak up and you're trying to share the wonderful dream that's on the inside of you, you're trying to love people, encourage people, you know, win people to Jesus If that's you, and you're here right now, and there's just these voices that are coming against you, get ready to be promoted. Because that's usually the last thing I've found in my life before I get a promotion, it's opposing voices, and they get nastier right before promotion. So you can use your words, and I want to encourage all of us to use our words to build a bigger world. The moment you start to speak anything, it gets bigger because other people hear it, and it starts to multiply. Imagine if, imagine if there was a church where the people spoke the language of encouragement more than anything else. Imagine what our dinner parties, and we have those during the week, imagine what those would be like is if we got together and we just talked up the dream, we talked up encouraged one another, you can do it. Man, that's exciting. So what are you dreaming about? Well, I'm dreaming that I want to reach my neighbor. I want to reach my neighborhood. I'm going to grab a hold of that with you. We're going to get into the prayer of agreement. We're going to talk that up. We're going to pray that one through. Imagine if we talked about that instead of, like, all the other stuff that's going down. You know, talk back devil doesn't need your help. He's got plenty of callers calling in. He just wants your radio station. He just wants your airwaves and the person next to you and behind you. He just wants to feed on all of our talk back and get us all talking the same stuff. And then he's got power because whatever it is that you're talking, it gets empowered by your speech. It gets more powerful. It amplifies. It starts to multiply the more voices that grab a hold of it. Confession is made unto salvation, the Bible says. So the word of God is the only seed that can save any of us. And for your life to have power, the word you talk must become, finally, the word you walk. Listen to me. In James chapter 1, verse 22, so it's not just the, the seed has to get in here, which means what you listen and let into your heart is incredibly important. Some of us have no filters at all. We just listen to anything. We receive anything from anywhere And the internet is one of the most dangerous places to get all of that stuff. I don't let that into my heart because I know it's going to produce something in there. When I start to speak that out and my conversation starts to identify, then that's what I've got with my harvest. But the process now switches in James chapter 1. Do not merely listen to the word, verse 22, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. See, hearing and teaching alone are not going to save you. They're not going to open any windows of heaven. It's not going to prosper you in any way. Verse 23, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Do you understand? This is not magic. You will be blessed in what you do, not just in what you hear, in what you do. But between hearing and doing is a whole process there. Those who consider themselves religious, and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Wow, don't you love, don't you love the Bible? Like he just lays it out there. I, I think that most, you know, people just don't read it and, and take the time. They're not quick to listen to the Word of God. They're, they're slow to listen. They're not quick to, to understand that, to hear that, and to understand that and let that in and think, okay, here is God's process. I'm, I'm going to be careful what word, that I, the seed that I let into my heart, that engrafted word which is able to save my soul, or that poisonous word which is able to destroy it. I'm going to be very selective. On what I watch on uh, on television or Netflix or or listen to in conversations or uh, you know browse on the internet, I'm going to be very selective. I'm going to feed mainly on on the word of God and positive things that God wants to say about my life. I'm going to let those seeds come in. If your garden has been you know destroyed by weeds, pull them out and start to replant some good stuff in there, and it will overtake whatever weeds are in there. And start to water that through prayer, and then invite people to listen to your conversations so you can identify that harvest that's on the inside of you and then start to speak that out and follow it up with actions. That's the whole process. That's how simple that that this is. It's very, very simple, and God uses farming language that doesn't change over thousands of years so that it's always going to be something that we can understand. And so God wants to give words of divine origin to mere mortals like you and me, isn't that good? Do you understand, like, your Bible and the Word of God is of divine origin? When I read the Bible, when I first read the Bible, I could not put it down. It was a living Bible somebody gave me. I hadn't given my heart to the Lord. I hadn't, you know, been through church services and, and all that. But I read that, and I thought, this is not of human origin. Nobody could have written this just on their own. They had to have had divine uh, origin on that. This this word is not of uh, of origin. Earth. This word comes from above, and, and it was so profound that I I was mesmerized. I started to read this, and, and and lights were just going off like wow. So that's how this works. I started to get an understanding of the kingdom of God and and how this works, and no hocus pocus or anything. Just pure uh, revelation started to go off, and then I felt so honored and so overwhelmed that God would give words of divine origin to a mere mortal like me. In fact, not just a mere ordinary mortal, but a sinner. Somebody that honestly felt so unworthy getting such pure thoughts from God. It just overwhelmed me. I thought, you must really love me, God, because I would have thought that would have been cast in pearl before a swine. But the swine is the one that doesn't receive it. The swine is the one that wants to feed on the garbage and not on the good stuff. God wants to give his words of divine inspiration, imparting faith in a dream. The, the question is, would you let God fill your heart and spill out your mouth? Psalm 45.1, we're going to close with this, and I'd like for the team to come up, thanks. It says this, my heart is stirred by a noble theme as I recite my verses for the king. Don't you love that? My tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. I would like all of us to seriously take this on board. And I've, I've covered a lot, but you can get the podcast. Uh, I'll also, the notes are available if you need these. My outline, I'll share that. I really don't care. I just want you to get a hold of it. Because I want to see a church that doesn't believe in Hocus Pocus God, but understands God's process and is serious enough to step it out, to take it on board, to understand how this really works, and then to appropriate that. I believe there is so much power that can be released, not just on a Sunday. Sunday, you're going to get the care. You're going to get the Word of God. You've got to go home and appropriate now what you've heard, look it up, study it, meditate on it, And then start practicing, because you'll be blessed in whatever you do. You're not going to be blessed in what you don't do. So you can come here, hear all this, sing about, you know, Waymaker and, you know, whatever else. And you walk out of here exactly the same and say, God doesn't work. I'm not in the church. You know, it just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't work. I think, no, you got to work it, my friend. You have to work it. you got to work the Word. Start to speak what you really believe in your heart. Get that in start to believe in your heart, and then start to walk it out and start to talk it out and watch what God will do in your life, it'll be absolutely nothing short of absolutely amazing, and you will be blessed. So I want you to close your eyes right now. What have you been listening to on your talk back? Like I said, there's a drought in your mouth, probably. But what's in your heart? What have you let into your heart Even this morning, perhaps, or this week, that was not of divine origin. Whatsoever things are pure and lovely and of good report, the Bible says, whatever things are true, it says, think on these things. What's your talk back been like throughout the week? What are the conversations that you're having with other people? Is there any of it that's full of faith? Any of it that you'd say, man, it's coming out, it's divine origin, it's inspiring. It's not just true, but it's inspiring. It's uplifting. That's your harvest. And what are you willing to step out? In fact, what are you stepping out on based on your talk back? Because that's actually the final fruit of what you've let into your heart. If that's you and you'd say there's definitely room for improvement here, then I'm going to invite you to act on it. I'm going to invite you to join with all of us as a team. Get on the Bible app. Start to get uh, a Bible study plan flowing. Start to get the Word of God into you, and we'll have opportunities for that. We Most people here are following something on the Bible plan to get the Word of God into you. And then take advantage of opportunities when our church gets together to not just hear messages on faith and, and, and that will encourage and upbuild, but also to talk that to somebody else and start to get that into your life and start to step that out, start to be accountable for your actions and what you're saying and speaking out into the world. And don't be afraid to ask yourself the hard questions with God. Say, God, just help me on this one. I really need your help. I'm going to pray for you. Father, I just thank you right now. Whatever we see, whatever we listen to, Lord, it is seed of some kind. It's going in there. And, Lord, if it's something that we shouldn't have in our garden, you don't want it in our heart, help us to be quick to turn it off, not to look, not to listen. And, Lord, give us people in our world that we can talk faith and talk encouragement and talk bigger dreams and people that understand the dream and the, and the vision and the kingdom of your kingdom, Lord. We just thank you for that right now. Thank you for listening to the City Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this message or God worked through you in any way, then please take a moment to contact us through our website at city-church.net or email us your feedback at info at city-church.net.